four score and New this morning, years. we're getting our first look inside the Hello and welcome to firsthand. Hey. Oh. Hi, Greg. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to get in there. No, that's problem. That's no problem. Okay. You got in there. Yeah, now you go. Okay. Welcome to Firsthand, the podcast where we hear firsthand accounts of the most important moments and people in history. Woo! Okay. Well, I had a sort of half a sentence left here. Okay, go for it. Can I get to that? Yep. Here are the firsthand accounts of the most important. <laughs> okay, cough right on the mic. <laughs> Get a clean one. Here the fr- the podcast where we hear firsthand accounts of the most important moments and people in history from the people who lived them and knew them. Great. Nailed it. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. Greg, how are you? I'm great. You doing uh, well? Yeah, I know I've been in sort of this... Maybe I couldn't see it. Maybe you could see it. Maybe the listeners could see it. I was in a sort of unhealthy cycle of behavior, you know? When I was recovering, I started dating the ER nurse. Who put me back together? Yeah, I dated my therapist. I dated my psychiatrist, Doctor Hansen. Dating someone new every episode, you know. And yes, I'm yeah. happy to say I'm putting that cycle to bed. No more unhealthy behavior for me. I am still dating my psychiatrist. Okay, and that doesn't feel like a positive advancement. You know what I'm saying? I. But let me tell you this, Devin. I've drawn some boundaries. I'm no longer taking the mystery medication she was giving me yeah, that, that was, was making me stay well, away. That was just the fact that she was willing to kind of cross cross that professional and ethical line, I think should have given you pause. And, it, and I've drawn that. And funny you say giving me pause. Because, of course, <laughs> last week, Bernardo... Made the wild assertion that these medicines were turning me into a dog. Yep. <laughs> which, of course, is not true. Unfortunately, it was not that wild of a claim to it's make. It's not true, and I'm not taking any meds from Dr. Hansen anymore. I have drawn that line. All I let her give me now is little folded up slices of cheese. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She gives me one in the morning and one at night, and I'm perfectly normal. I'm not. You, know. you seem... I, I really hesitate to get into this. But you seem hairier. Yeah, I don't. Well, my side effects haven't come down yet. No. Um, I think for like maybe two weeks after stopping, they're going to get even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not becoming a dog, Devin. <laughs> okay, well, I'm off the meds. All I need now for self care is just long walks. Uh huh. <laughs> long walks. Walks, hikes. Yeah. Yeah. And you're getting up really early in the morning these days. Mm-hmm. That's well, that's new for you. I wake her up because mm-hmm. I'm sort of shaking my crate. And uh-huh. she can hear it. <laughs> she, she, hang on. Greg, you're sleeping in a crate? Well, Greg, no. I don't want to give her whatever I have, you know? <laughs> I actually like it in my crate. She's made it really fun. Uh-huh. In there, and I'll just hop right in. She doesn't even have to try. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. But I've heard that sometimes when... You've told me that sometimes when she leaves in the afternoon, you're kind of uncertain when she comes back, and that does lead to some anxiety for you in yeah. the crate. I, I don't... I. It was a misunderstanding. Okay? okay, I went crazy in my crate. It was a, <laughs> it was a misunderstanding. I thought she was never coming back. I see. <laughs> and how many times has that particular misunderstanding happened? That you've thought she's never coming back? Every t- single time. Every single leaves. time. <laughs> Every single time. Okay. Well, you know, good luck. I think you should get out of that relationship. I still am not co-signing that. Well, 
No, agree to disagree. Well, okay. What's up with you, Jeff? How's the um, how's the music career? Still working on my EP. Fans know, true diehard fans will know, I have branched out into music. I am working uh, on an EP, the title of which is... Remind me, Greg? It's... <laughs> Of course, playing the field, playing a, the life field well a life well loved. <laughs> playing the field, a life well loved. Songs from my mind. Yes. Um, oh, you've now got two colons in the title. Yeah, I'm adding songs from my mind. Okay. And I might add, I saw a Stevie Wonder album called Inner Visions. I might throw Inner Visions onto the end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, just to see, you know, right? Sure. So, but um, not songs in the key of my mind, like Stevie Wonder. It is now. Okay. Let me so write that down. Songs now in it the is. key of my mind, Inner Visions. Okay. Playing the field, a play life, life well loved, loved. Songs in the key, key of my mind, inner visions. Snappy, and um, you know, I'm just plugging away on it. Um, you know, obviously, why don't you go right into that mic, Dad? Uh, still plugging away on it. Okay, <laughs> why don't you go a little less into that mic? Still plugging away. Nope. On it. <laughs> now we lost. Still you? plugging away That's on the perfect. on the EP. Um, you know, it's been hard to get people to give me studio time. Mm. Um, because they say. Oh, you don't have finished songs here. You don't know how to play an instrument. You don't even have the cash necessary to rent a studio. I feel like, I'll tell you who I feel like. I feel like Dirk Diggler in Boogie Nights trying to get You've Got the Touch made. Remember that? Vaguely. Remember that from that movie? <laughs> no. From that section of that movie when he's trying to get a record, him and John C. Riley? And he has a huge. Yeah, and he has a huge penis. Okay. So I feel like him in so many ways. <laughs> And mainly the music and the and the penis stuff. Yeah, fans, <laughs> diehard fans will remember that that is why you were unable to pose as a woman when we did a league of their own. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's, Your penis that's right. was too big. That's right. Uh, Boy, I feel good for these diehard fans. The diehards, <laughs> the diehards. Shout out my mom. Yes. Well, let's get into this this week's episode. Huh? Obviously, uh, obviously, we've been profiling this season a lot of geniuses. A lot of luminaries, incredible luminary figures, visionary figures, and this week is no exception. Um, we're talking about Walt Disney. Walt Disney. I mean, Walt. this is a big one. This is a big one. It honestly makes all the uh, the last three we did feel like shit, except for Steve Jobs. Yeah, I guess he's fuck off, Jane Goodall. Yeah, sorry, that was <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. Oh, I played around with monkeys in the dirt for thirty years. Get fucked, asshole. I didn't want to say this when we were talking to her friends, but get fucked. Yeah, because she'll listen to that one. Yeah. But now in this one, unless anyone snitch tags us, Ugh. we can say all if we want. People wanna... snitch tag Jane Ugh. Goodall in that post. I'm going to be pissed. No one send this episode to JG. <laughs> anyway, should I give us some background on Walt? Yeah, Disney? let's talk about the Diz. Well, Wal- <laughs> well, Walter Elias Disney, obviously a titan of the entertainment industry. He he wore many different hats. He was an entrepreneur, an animator, a voice actor, and of course, a film producer. A pioneer of the American animation industry. Uh, he, uh, as a film producer, he holds the record for most Academy Awards earned oh, by an individual, having won 22 Jeez. from being nominated 59 times. <sighs> suck it, Merrill. Suck it, Merrill. <laughs> as we say every week, Suck it, Meryl. No one uh, snitch tag Meryl. No one snitch tag Meryl. She's active on socials. Yeah. Born in Chicago in 1901, uh, he developed an early interest in drawing. He took art classes, got a day job as a commercial illustrator at the age of 18. He moved to California in the 20s and set up the Disney Brothers Studio with his brother Roy. 
who cares about Roy? Am I right? Well, and I assume Roy continued to be a big part of that company. And then... um, I don't know. As the studio grew, Disney got more adventurous. He introduced all sorts of bold new developments for film, including synchronized sound, three-strip Technicolor, whatever that is, and of course, feature-length cartoons. I won't watch a movie that's not in three-strip Technicolor. Ugh, right? That's so huge. That's that's my big thing. Is I won't watch a movie on my fucking phone. And I won't watch a movie that's not in three-strip Technicolor. I won't watch a movie out of theaters. I'll do whatever Martin Scorsese tells me. Me to too. Yeah. yeah. He's, he says, don't you dare go see a movie not in theaters, especially not my movie released <laughs> on Netflix. And I, I believe it. Yep. Ever since I saw Gravity on the little TV at the gas station, I was like... <laughs> I'm only going in. How long were you pumping your gas? I was trapped in a car. Okay. <laughs> the gas was just pumping and yeah. pumping. Yeah. Well, Dr. Hansen went in for a drink. Oh, and she left and me in the car. She the rolled car. the window down. That's good. She left a little sign up saying, uh, he's okay. Listen, he's, he's listening, listening to, to my favorite music. music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Which is, of course, my, the early scratch tracks for my EP. Yeah. They're pretty raw. Yeah. Pretty rough. A lot of spoken word. Mm. Um, he's had early success the studio had early success with all his animated features like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves Pinocchio, Fantasia, Dumbo and Bambi uh, and then you know Cinderella in 1950 and then he got into more live action films like Mary Poppins in 1964 which received five Academy Awards uh, in the 1950s he, sets his, he set his sights higher and created Disneyland in 1955, his amusement park, uh, really the peak, the pinnacle of amusement parks in the world. Uh, to fund the project, he created more television programs, uh, such as the Mickey Mouse Club. Ever heard of it? <laughs> I, I, I have. Why are you getting cocky about his accomplishments? Because this guy's a badass. Okay. Uh, he he was involved in planning the 1959 Moscow Fair, traitor. The 1960 Winter Olympics, the 1964 New York World's Fair. I mean, he was—he had his hand in all these pies. He created uh, the Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow, or Epcot, at Disney World, a nice showcase for new technologies. And Coca-Cola from everywhere, That's all right. over the world. And he was a heavy smoker throughout his life and died of lung cancer in December of 1966. Womp. That's a big womp. He blew it. <laughs> That's Disney. two womps from the first hand hosts. Uh, he was Disney was known as being shy, having a self deprecating persona, and he was known as an insecure man in private, but adopted a warm and outgoing public persona. Um, you know, although there have been accusations that he was racist or anti Semitic, they have been contradicted by many who knew him. And as far as I'm concerned, that's good enough for good me. Good enough for me. <laughs> you know what? If his buddies from way back when, whose arms have been twisted by his corporation, mm. have gone on record and said, he never said anything weird about Jews in the room with me, <laughs> that's fine, I think. Yeah, I'm sure a super a guy who got super rich in like the 30s is pretty woke. Yeah, for sure. Can I say this officially on the pod? Please. Yeah? We are uncanceling Walt Disney. We are uncanceling Walt Disney. No longer will Walt Disney's name be shrouded in shame and obscurity. When you go to a show at the Comedy Cellar in New York, you know who might pop in now? Walt <laughs> Disney. Freaking Disney. God, I wish. Oh, uh, the, as far as I'm concerned, Walt Disney's the only guy who can follow Jim Norton. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a that. Whoa, that's a double booking. Now, of course, we uh, are Greg and I are something of. Well, there's no easier way to say it. We're something of Forrest Gumps. Forrest Gump. Types. We've experienced sort of every major event mm-hmm. throughout history, and so we, of course, knew Walt Disney directly. Greg, how how were you involved with Walt Disney? Well, I guess you could say we were sort of uh, sort of rivals, Dev. We were uh, rival filmmakers. Wow. I was coming up. You went head to head with the Diz. Yeah, and I'll admit, I didn't come out on top. No, I mean, no, obviously not. (laughs) It's very, I mean, it's, (laughs) I don't know if everyone knows that. Well, as Uh, I just said, he won the record. He has the record for most Academy. He's 22. All right. Well, I actually hold the world record for most films made without receiving a nomination. Really? Yeah. Maybe you didn't <laughs> you ever heard of that? of that record, Devin? No, I haven't. Sorry. I'm sorry. I know you're probably thinking this is really close to the way that I was related to Jane Goodall, but don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't thinking it. Didn't remember. So, you know, for instance, it seemed like every time Walt and I would come out at with a movie at the same time, his would just destroy me in the oh, box Oh, really? Office. So you guys yeah. were kind of competing at the Cineplex. Yeah, yeah, because he had Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Classic. I yeah. mean, a huge film. And and almost equally as classic was my film, Pale Betty and the Gargoyle Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Pale Betty, Pale and, Betty the and the Gargoyle Bunch. bunch. Yes. And, what, and who is Pale Betty. Pale Betty was a woman who lived with seven gargoyles, and they all worked in a mill, not a mine. <laughs> in a, a mill? Yeah, they worked just, in a just, mill. Just grinding grain? Mm-hmm. They uh-huh. kind of be like, gargoo, gargoyle, it's in the mill we toil. Okay, now that is a direct... And did this movie come out before or after Snow came White? Same day. Same day? Same day. <laughs> That's insane. Gargook. This is this sounds unpleasant. Well, Pale Betty also died from eating a poison apple. Okay. You gotta understand in the thirties, Big Orange was paying everyone to put <laughs> anti apple sentiment I know in that. the movies. Yeah. But that's and and so was this movie a flop? Mine was a flop, but I came back, I battled back. Okay. Um he did Pinocchio. Yeah, that's right. I mean a huge film a film that continues to be a touchstone to this day. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. a story revisited many times. Yeah. You you don't don't tell me you I had a, a movie version. called The Boy with the Hideous Tumor That Grew When He Lied. Okay. So this was where Pinocchio was a doll who wanted to be a real boy. This boy was a boy with a tumor who wanted to be a boy without a tumor. <laughs> okay. Okay, and when he lied, it grew, and I'll and I'll see. It. Hindsight being twenty twenty, it was gross. Yeah, I, you're gross showing me too. some of the concept art yeah, here, and uh, a lot of pustules, mm-hmm. uh, you the, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of leakage from this boy's face. It's really uh, unsettling to look at. Yeah, it was. You know, I made many mess missteps. I'm sure we're going to get into that throughout the episode, uh-huh. and we'll probably touch on some of the other movies I made. But oh wow, Dev, how did you know old Walt? <sighs> well, um. As, as of course, you know, Greg, I spent many years uh, in the 50s and 60s as a coroner to the stars. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was the number one celebrity mm-hmm. coroner mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. I could make 
them look alive again with my embalming techniques. Yeah, who are some of the big ones? You embalmed James Dean. I embalmed James Dean, put him back together after his car wreck, stood him (laughs) up in his classic pose. He was, we posed him as a statue at his uh, funeral. Well, whenever a Madame Tussauds Mm -hmm. uh, person is sort of like in the shop, as it were, they Mm -hmm. all ask you to dig up a... That's right. So they, they when they had James Dean in the shop, you dug up his corpse, and people didn't know the difference. People didn't know. And actually, Madame Tussauds, for a while, was not a wax museum. It was just a museum of corpses. It was like the bodies exhibit, and it was a lot of the corpses that I had embalmed. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually they were like, this is disgusting and illegal. A lot of flies. Yeah, it was kind of like the bodies exhibit, you know? Yeah. Um, but And uh, you did vivisect a few of them, mm-hmm. too. Who'd you vivisect? Who did I vivisect? Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, got her. Is that too dark to say? No, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think she has a long, rich history of powerful men in Hollywood uh, making decisions about her body. For yep. Her. And, uh, so I think that happy to be in the club fits in perfectly. Well, so when Walt passed away, uh, I was called on to handle his remains, and I had him back in my back in the lab. And I was working it's a on lab. a lab. It's a lab. Okay. And uh, well, I refer to it the way that a rapper might refer to their sure. studio. It's okay. the lab. I'm up in the lab. Sorry. Great. Uh, so you're working in the lab late one night. I was working in the lab late one night and <laughs> I was working on Walt Disney's corpse and I had to move some stuff around. I had a bunch of uh, tools and stuff laying around. So I was moving a heavy bone saw and I. Wouldn't you know it? I slipped on a orange peel. Ah, everyone was big orange wouldn't want you then. to hear this, but yeah. I slipped on an orange peel, dropped the bone saw onto Walt Disney's neck, severed his head. I wow. cut his head off, his dead head off. Now a saw. Mm-hmm. When I think of the way a saw cuts something. Back and forth. Yeah. You think of it would need a consistent back and forth downward yeah. motion. Yeah. And as such, couldn't just guillotine someone's head off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's not... where you're wrong. Oh, okay. But also, I be, there were several orange peels throughout oh, the area, sure. and I kept slipping back and forth. I would go, oh, and fall on one side, and then try to right myself and go, oh, and fall on the other side. All the while gradually <laughs> sawing off the head of the biggest p- figure in America. One of the greatest media moguls yeah, of all okay, time. great. And so then I'm going, well, I can't, I don't know how to fix this. Yeah. So I went to his family and I said, hey guys, I'm thinking about going another way with this. What do you think about cryogenics? And they go, what the heck is that? And I said, oh, well, I have a buddy who has a dry ice warehouse in Van Nuys and I can take your beloved family member's head there and preserve his brain so that it can be frozen and then thawed out in the future and we can get more great movies out of him in now, the future. is that true? Or is that what you That I have a to... friend in Van Nuys with a bunch no. of dry ice in a warehouse? They... Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, but yeah. Is that what cryogenics is? Are you actually going to be okay? I don't know. So that's what you told the family? That's what I told the family it. and they said, this is disgusting. Um, you've, what, you've desecrated the corpse of our beloved family patriarch. And I said, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Quit whining. <laughs> and, uh, and they did sue me for a while, but I am still in possession of his head. Oh, cool. It's in Van Nuys yeah. or elsewhere? It's in, it's in Van Nuys. It's in there with James Dean's body, um, which I still have. And uh, what else is in the Van Nuys Ted warehouse? Williams Ted Williams' head, head is in there. Um, Mr. Socks. 
Go Sox. Hey, big Red Sox fan. Big yeah. Red Sox fan. So that's how I got Walt Disney's head. And, you know, people online will tell you uh, that never happened. His head was never frozen. Um, but I'm here to tell you, I cut his head off myself mm-hmm. and uh, I put that baby on ice. Great. And uh, still sometimes when I'm throwing a Halloween party, I accidentally bring out the dry ice container with Walt's head. Accidentally, Dev. You got me. <laughs> so that's how we knew Walt Disney. Wow. Isn't that exciting? Another one where we both knew the thing. <laughs> well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we've got two people who knew Walt, dare I say, better than us. Maybe even. I don't know. I feel per- like I knew him pretty intimately. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be like two people very close to him. (laughs) We'll fucking see, I guess. We'll fucking see. (laughs) Hello and welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. To First Hand. I'm Devin Field. And I'm Greg Galan. And we're here talking about Walt Disney. The man, the myth, the legend. (laughs) Both of us just kind of had a full (laughs) brain stop at that moment. Well, we both honked down on a big, big pastrami Reuben in in the break. Yes, because we wanted to get into the mindset of those Disney animators hanging out at the, you know, where would they hang out? The Tam O'Shanter? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The Tam O'Shanter. You know, just just chopping it up. Bigfoot Lodge. That's right. Morrison's. Morrison's. Disney would hang out at Morrison's (laughs) all the time. There's a Del Taco over there. Mm -hmm. Now, we here, we've got... Uh, several. We've, we've got a couple special guests here. Now, this first guest was a friend, a, a contemporary of Walt Disney's. Wow. This is someone who knew him well, maybe worked alongside him. I don't know. We'll, we'll get to know him more. Please welcome Abner. Hello. Abner. Hello. Hello. Nice welcome, to see Abner. You, Abner. Thank you so much. Oh. My, uh, my last name is Fiber. Oh. If... <laughs> I, 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 Abner Fiber. Abner, Abner, Fiber. Abner Fiber. What a yeah. classic. Classic. Kind of 30s and 40s and 50s name. <laughs> Abner Fiber. Abner great. Fiber. Hey, how are you guys doing? You Thanks do for having great. me. Great. Thanks look, for having you me. You look great. You look like Thank you're in you. great health. You've got a nice bow tie tied tight. Yes, tight. I do. Nice. It's a tight bow tie. Um, <laughs> it's one of those bow ties that has the long uh, tails off of it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, like it doesn't do know tie up tight. No, a little bit of slack Ugh. in my bow tie. Abner is cool. Yeah, hey, I'll thanks. say it. It's Thank a Luke. You. It's a L E W K. It is yes. a Luke. Ab- Abner I is did serving. get a Yas on my way into the studio. You got a Yas? Hit me with a Yas wow. and yeah. said, "Come through, old man." <laughs> did you come through? <laughs> well, I think I did. Well, I did a death drop, but not what you're thinking. Okay. My heart gave out for a second. <laughs> you and you oh, fell, to the ground. fell to the ground. Yeah. The classic, the original death drop. It is. Really. I think more impressive because you get to come back from the brink of- uh, Well, yeah. I mean, Drag Society did see me one time fall and uh, with one leg behind me and break my knee open. And my heart gave out, and it it, it became the death drop. Wow! So yes. Abner through <laughs> just slipping or falling and having his heart give out. Yes, dramatically, you influenced the entirety of drag culture. <laughs> I did. Oh my god, man! We we haven't even gotten to Disney, and we've already. <laughs> 
<laughs> I guess we'll have to bring you back for our RuPaul episode. Please have me back. <laughs> I will. Yeah, we will. My, I'm more extensively, I've yes. uh, influenced the drag community wow. than okay. Disney. Well, but me and well, Disney well, were friends. You guys were some, friends. And yeah, in Chicago. He, he, wow, back so way back. Wow. Way back. Early day on, one. Day one. Wow. Yeah, middle school together, no elementary kidding. school, children, young children. Yeah. I go back. <laughs> Wow. I'm getting when I'm listing. Yeah, time. when you say elementary school, I'm thinking you're probably a young kid. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah wow. Um, well, and what was your friendship like? What was the nature of your friendship? Well, he was just—he was always destined for stardom. Oh. You knew it. He was just a mind, a great mind, mm-hmm. very creative, and I was just there next to him. Mm-hmm. You know, I. I have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I have. Yeah. It's kind of like that type oh, of thing. So you were sort of the cliff. I was the cliff. I his... was up on the roof a lot. <laughs> sure, what were you doing up there? Fixing the antenna. Yep. Okay. Fixing the antenna, of course. Okay. Yeah, um, of it's course. actually very similar to yeah. that. But I was just always there. And I guess over the years, people have said that I may be uh, influenced some of the characters, maybe I was, you know, a lot of artists base characters on people they grew up with sure. or people around their hometown with big personalities. Uh, right, so. like um, like Spike Lee drawing on the characters in his neighborhood for Do the Right Thing. Exactly. Or, or Woody Allen creating a million versions Keep of himself. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. One more director, writer. Martin Scorsese putting his freaking mom in the movie. Perfect. <laughs> and we're done. And we're done. <laughs> One, two, three. Yes. And apparently, also Walt Disney basing stuff on Abner. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, like, it's what? crazy. Well, I mean, as you can see, I'm wearing uh, red shorts, yellow shoes, and white gloves. I was sort of locked into the bow tie just because I haven't seen one of those in <laughs> right, so long. Right. But you're wearing these kind of red overall shorts. <laughs> yes. That with buttons. With, with bu- buttons. big big yellow buttons mm-hmm. and uh and you're yellow not, shoes and and shoes yeah. and are you wearing a shirt i am not <laughs> i am not yeah i am not wearing wow. a shirt and uh and well uh, are you, these gloves that you have on as yes well? big white gloves <laughs> um so a lot of people are like is the, did that influence mickey's outfit oh my god mickey mouse yes, Mickey Mouse. Wow. i can see it now greg are you seeing um, this yeah and Ab- you Ab- see this Abner- <laughs> Forgive me if you'll... No, 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 please. Forgive After me. getting a little confrontational. <laughs> you see this? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I am angry sometimes, so oh, be careful. Okay. <laughs> hey, we're all angry sometimes. So. Well, then I'm going to tread lightly as I say this, yeah. but I will say mm. your ears are larger They're than big. the normal... Yeah. That is true. Yeah, people um, a lot of people say, like, oh, is that, is that Dumbo? Is that based on Dumbo oh. or or Mickey Mouse? Yeah, you're kind of yeah. this. You, now that I'm look, thinking of both of them, you're sort of this horrifying middle point between the two. <laughs> I am. I am. I mean, occasionally, and I, I haven't seen Dumbo in a long time, but no. I did once get caught up in a gust of wind and I flew around with my ears. <laughs> so... Really? Disney was there. He saw he it. He saw you flying wow. around. And and he would he would scribble on these notebooks when these um things were happening uh-huh. to me. So you're you're flying around the streets of Chicago yeah. going, help help Walt. Yeah. Get me down. Exactly. And, he's and just I'm yeah, I'm drawing. The, yeah, he's drawing. I'm a big personality. I'm wrapped up in all this crazy stuff. He's more insular, writing in his notebook. He's kind of a nerd, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh but but we all, he was always around. Just so, watching. Do you get, just watching, yeah. Do you get, now you guys, so you obviously remember Dumbo. Mm-hmm. Do you remember another movie that came out around the same time called... Um, oh, 
Oh, yeah. It was yeah. called Henry the Rhino who tried to fly and died in the process. Okay. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you, Greg? I think maybe my biggest note for your studio would just be these titles. These titles yeah. are unwieldy. Oh, you're sitting over here talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I can't say Henro. <laughs> but that's... A- <laughs> No, you can't I say it. You cannot you say, say Henro. Henro. <laughs> no, because that's a fairy tale title, and yours is a horror. Well, you were always nipping at his heels. I remember he would mention you. And, oh, I was uh, on his radar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like he liked the. Um, so yours had a dark spin. A lot of your movies. Yeah. Uh, that clearly. he kind of wishes he could wish he could dive into, but he was kind of yeah. squeaky clean. Yeah, that you was know? always kind of the the dynamic. Yeah, he was making the big studio stuff, mm-hmm. and I was making stuff that had the same budget and expectation, but was much darker. And the main characters usually died, <laughs> and you announced it in the title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the process yeah, is yeah. an interesting. In thing the to process have. is a tough <laughs> phrase to end the title of a feature film. It's not that big of a spoiler because he dies seven minutes in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how long is the movie? Uh, two hours and forty five minutes. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. oh that's long. funeral wake. The aftermath, the aftermath the grieving of process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sort of a sort of a place beyond the pines esque. Uh huh. Did he, did he jump off of something? This rhino. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he was bit, trying to fly. He put a cape on and he jumped off of the Empire State Building. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I'll be honest. This doesn't sound that similar to Dumbo. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I think it was totally a thing where moviegoers could have seen both. Right. I agree. Yes. Right, but enough enough about yeah. well, me and no. movies that should What be- other things do you think Walt drew on from your life? Well, uh, you know, I, of course, have a wickedly evil stepmother. You did? I did. Um, what was that like? I dressed in rags <laughs> for a while. This had nothing to actually do with the stepmother. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, You're just in rags. Yeah, so that's probably some Cinderella stuff there. Oh, yeah. I would constantly lose my shoe. <laughs> would you? Um, yes. Wow. Yeah. How are you losing your shoe? Just slipping out of it? Yeah, slipping like, out of it. Mm-hmm. Big. Yeah, I keep my right one real loose. Uh-huh. So I would slip out of it, and then, you know, I would try to hook up with who found it, <laughs> and they'd be like, no. How would that usually go? Just like a neighbor pops by big like, yeah. hey, did you leave the shoe in the yeah, street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is always out here. <laughs> Tie this thing better. Um, and then you're and I'd be going. like, you know, I'd lean in. Yeah. And they'd be like, you know I'm married. We've, we've been next door neighbors for years. So they bring your shoe back, you leave yeah. it for a kiss. Yeah, and Walt's going, yeah. I got an idea. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, I don't know. I did drive a pumpkin for a while. <laughs> you did, uh, Now... I noticed a giant pumpkin parked in front of our studio today. Yes, yeah. Well, you know, you know when people uh, they drive these old Mercedes that are powered off of vegetable oil. Ugh. It's a similar situation. It's similar. Yeah, so, you so your the... your pumpkin is eco friendly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yes, see. yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it is gets into accidents. It does. So, yeah, because there's not a clear window and there's no turn signals. Sure. Yeah, it's sort of a giant gourd. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hard to indicate. So I don't know if it, I would put friendly okay. in the driving experience, but okay. Eco's probably there. How's yeah. it? How's she handle at night? Oh, well, if you get her up at night... Um, well, let's see. Wait, hold okay. on. Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, the p- pumpkin should pumpkin handle great, great at night. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's the better pump- for night driving. Yeah, it handles yeah. pretty good at night. Uh-huh. I guess it disappears at midnight. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that what it Your does? Your car disappears at midnight. Yeah. That's tough. It, or it, or it depends. Uh-huh. Or it appears at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> 
It, it's one of the two. Yeah. And I think uh-huh. it appears at midnight. Yeah, I think you're right. I, <laughs> I think, think I steered I think you that's in what the it wrong is. direction. <laughs> that's, I think that's correct. I think it does. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's crazy. Wow. And now I also heard. Yes. And correct me if mm-hmm. I'm wrong, but I heard, and maybe he drew some inspiration from mm-hmm. this for one of his later films, but I heard that um, you were uh, a chimney sweep at one time who would sneak into people's homes and give I them was. medicine, uh, spoonfuls of sugar. Absolutely, I was. <laughs> wow. Um, and I think I know what this is. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. You were, you know, you would... You were an old-fashioned chimney sweep who would tap uh-huh. dance on the roof. Mm-hmm. But and then you was also... I a woman? Well, you were, it sounds like maybe he drew inspiration from a couple of characters <laughs> from from one movie into this. Are in... you talking about Mary Poppins? I am talking about Mary Poppins. Okay, and also, yes. And also the Dick Van Dyke. And also Bert. Yes. Bert. And that you were almost maybe sort of a Bert slash Mary in that you would f- drop down the chimney and give children medicine that they didn't want. Yes, that's exactly right. I owned a... I inherited a pharmacy and I was trying to get rid of some inventory. Uh-huh. From your evil stepmother? <laughs> yes. <laughs> She gave me a pharmacy that was on the fritz. Oh, oh that's okay. the worst. She bailed on me and left me a pharmacy. Ugh, so I was trying to get rid so of all this evil. medicine because I had a bunch of inventory. Mm-hmm. And the bank was like, if you can liquidate this inventory, I think you can make the payments. <laughs> this is fascinating stuff. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Walt's there, nerd, nerd writing it down, writing it down. You know? Yeah. Um, wow. But yeah, I mean. That's incredible. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I was frozen once. Go on. Full block of ice. <laughs> wow. Which a lot of people say, like I said, you know, that's not in that movie. In the movie Frozen. Nobody gets frozen in a block of ice. No, but stuff is getting frozen. There's ice all around. It's, it, hey, it's called Frozen. Uh-huh. Okay. That's and, true. And that's so amazing that he could leave notes for the movie Frozen that then people could pick up. <laughs> Oh yeah, the he's of 60 years later. Yeah, they're finding his notebooks um, you know, which have, you know, some of them have crude drawings of me. Really? Uh, he would draw me when I was sleeping and stuff. Yeah. There was a while I um I lived in the woods and ate big pots of honey. Big by the handful. <laughs> you would. And no I think kidding. that is his property. It is one his, of his property. property. Is Not a character he created. Uh, <laughs> But right. still, but well, I mean, some of the things he licensed were based on me, right? You know, like, like he saw you eating pots of honey, and he said, "I'd love to license yeah. a character who did that." Like I think Lilo and Stitch, based on me, <laughs> really. I think so, really. Mm-hmm. Well, now that I've seen you, did come in here with a ukulele, uh, <laughs> yes. singing some old Elvis songs in I a did. strange, high pitched voice. I did, yeah. I did. Wow. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, more power to him. You know, I I don't want any of the legacy no. i like just being a small town guy who you know spun some of the tales wow yeah yeah you had a little hand in all this history yeah and you're able to just blend in with the rest of us you're not mm-hmm. walt disney you're just a guy dressed like mickey mouse <laughs> driving a pumpkin you're just average joe i don't want any guy. of the yeah. fame no you know? you're just an, a weird Me. little old man death dropping all over town <laughs> yeah. yeah and you know, I just, me and all of my friends, little Republican ducks. <laughs> okay, now hang on. 
hang on now. That we little Republican duck. Yes, that, that we just want to be left alone. Now I don't know if you've drawn this connection between what your is life it? and another. No, I said leave my friends alone. Okay. What did he <laughs> well, do? I just there he did the property with some ducks. Uh, Huey, really? Dewey, and Donald. Oh, right? and, uh, okay. And, and their Scrooge. politics were. Make- I am not familiar with their politics. I guess Scrooge <laughs> McDuck was sort of a miserly uh, kind of tycoon, a adventure capitalist. Yeah, he called himself. Yeah, sort of a robber baron. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you well, might have influenced that. Okay. Well, you know what? He was always there writing stuff. I'm sure. I'm sure he, he must knew. have caught it. He knew. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm sure we'll talk more about all the ways that you influence Walt, but uh, mm-hmm. we should get to our next guest. We should get there. to our next guest. Um, and this is a get. Can I say that? A big I don't want to put Abner down, but no, no, this no, one's no. A get. I'm looking at my left, and this is a get. <laughs> this, this is huge. Abner sees that this yeah. is a get. This is none other than Walt Disney's mother, Dolores Disney. Dolores, welcome to the Hello, show. Hello, boys. Oh, oh wow. Well, thank Dolores. you so much for having me. Hello, wow. Dolores. Wow. Good to see, see you, Abner. Now, you two must know each other from back right. in the day. We do, we he do. He was the little boy playing with my Walt, who would yep. stay over for dinner uninvited and just roast my cooking. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, I would let her cooking have complain. it. You really? Yeah. Kind of a rude thing to do to someone bringing you to their home. I agree. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> unsalted. <laughs> Bland food. Oh, he's getting you, Dolores. <laughs> well, he's was, dragging you. He's dra- it's just like when you were a little boy and you'd sit down at the table, clean your plate, and say, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was um, It was a misdirect, my whole <laughs> yeah. meal. Yeah, it's sort of a weird power move, <laughs> kind of playing head games with a friend's mom. I like it. Very rude, especially when I'd make dishes my mother taught me, you know, Eastern European pierogi types, and he right. insult my culture. Oh, oh fun. Uh, I would let her culture have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is this trash? <laughs> Give me, can I get a burger, please? Oh. And Walt kind of obviously brought that into his movies and a lot of the horrifying depictions of different races that we <laughs> saw in them. Right. So what was it like being the mother of young Walt Disney? Oh, thank you for asking. You're you, welcome. You get through it. Okay. Um, you know, I like to say <laughs> kind of that I, um, <laughs> I'm i a survivor. You're a survivor of raising your own child? Yes, of course. Okay. Um, you know, um, I'm fine with everything he's done. I've come to... Uh, terms with it and I, I, I don't huh. feel ashamed as I did huh. that burning burning regret uh, that huh. I steered him wrong a lot of sort of therapy talk I'm hearing sounds like Absolutely. you've really worked through raising the child well you know you can only have one Roy Ah, Walt's mm. brother, Roy. Oh, my mm. gosh. Who? My beautiful boy, Roy. Okay, so Roy, more of a favorite? Absolutely. Okay. He took the business side. He's a respectable man. He's got a beautiful body as well. I don't know. Oh. Excuse me? Paid <laughs> attention to my boy Roy's shape uh, no, recently. I, mm. Gorgeous know, shape. Abner, did you ever get a good look at Roy Disney's shape? Beautiful body. <laughs> Isn't it just? Beautiful body. The shape of a planter's peanut, really. Oh, mm. it's kind of an hourglass yes. figure. Gorgeous. Big. Low butt. That's a that's a that's a pear shape. That's a little pear shape legs. that's waterlogged. Yeah. Little yeah, little stick legs. Really beautiful. Big, low Big butt. hat. Big hat. You know, people think that the peanut was the model for the planter's peanut guy, but it, it was Roy, Roy Disney. Yes. So, Roy. so many things were modeled <laughs> on right. other things yes. is what I'm learning here. That's right. Isn't that interesting? Hey, art imitates life. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so 
I mean, how did you react to Walt's early successes? I mean, it must have been crazy to see him skyrocket to such a place in our culture. Yes, crazy is an excellent word. <laughs> I, I just, I don't understand it. I mean, I mean, look at Abner here. He's obviously the inspiration for some cartoons. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah obviously. As you said that, he was uh, eating a giant sandwich. Uh, yes, a giant sandwich that was a stack of bread and a bunch of lunch meat that he that shuffled like a deck of cards. That's Right. One sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. wow. Amazing. Little, oh, he's got a little fish skeleton. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Found a little fish skeleton in the oh, church. Played a xylophone okay. on the bones, right on his teeth. Wow. You can't turn it off. Now, I this can't. I could be proud of. You know, you're an authentic man. But my son Walt, he he wasn't good. You yeah. weren't proud of Walt. What, when have you ever seen a mouse look like that? Well, that's a good point. Never in my life. They've got pointier faces, a nose on the end, and. They Their don't... ears are small and back, and it looks he's not good at drawing. <laughs> yeah, wow. he's not a good drawer. When you, when yeah, you put the it like accuracy that, it's off. Is off. It's embarrassing. It's off. You know, you entertain it when he, you know, he's four, and you say, oh, "We'll pin that right to the frigidaire, young mm-hmm. Walt." And then he gets a little older, mm-hmm. and you say, "Maybe you could um, make it look a little more realistic." And he tries, okay. and he fails. He looks. You look nothing like that mouse. No. Mouse doesn't look anything like that mouse. No, Abner. Yeah, Abner looks unlike well, anything uh, I've ever seen. No, I'm not a mouse, obviously, but obviously. I do mostly eat cheese, and I get caught in a lot of traps. Okay. <laughs> well, Abner so, is not a mouse. I am not a dog. Okay. We can't be more. Clear you just about sleep this. in a kennel and uh, get startled when kennel. the mailman approaches right. the door. And that guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. And well, he knows what he did. He knows what he did. Now, what was it like once you saw Walt's work really take off with the public? Again, I just never really understood. You know, everyone's got their own preferences in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm most entertained by a puppet show on the corner. I like a good <laughs> monkey grinder. Um, Did you just say La Corner? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awesome little flourish. <laughs> La Corner. She walks down to La Corner and watches the puppet show. I'm sorry, did you miss, did you not understand? I said uh, the corner in French. Oh, I I didn't know you were going to just occasionally use French. That's awesome. Mm. Once Uh, in a while. Say magnifique. Sorry. Sorry, I don't know. Say magnifique. Yeah, I was just saying magnifique. Magnifique. Okay, thank you. Uh, (laughs) uh, Now, so you 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 didn't like it. You were seeing Walt stuff, and you were saying no thanks. You well, preferred watching monkeys uh, on the corner <laughs> dancing. Yeah, to- when you when you say monkey grinder, help me out. Oh, right. You're so there's an organ grinder. grinder. <laughs> yes, which this is, is different. maybe what I meant to say. But the, the well, you tell us. Well, <laughs> the monkey grinder is when the monkey turns the organ and the man dances. Ah, now that does sound pretty goddamn entertaining. That. A monkey using a machine. Uh, good <laughs> night. Yeah. Uh, say magnifique. Magnifique. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> We've said it now okay. twice. Sorry, I just sorry. I just want to make sure we get it into the mic. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure we got that. Uh, now, now suddenly, Walt's a star. Okay, Steamboat Willie hits. The world has changed. How are you reacting to that? Well, um, I tried to be polite, and um, when when (laughs) tough, (laughs) tough, tough. I I can't say more times. I'm disappointed in my boy. I I find he could have been a grocer. 
Okay. He could have been something respectable. When he was a little boy, he would organize his toys according to color and shape and size, just like you'd hope in a grocery store bananas are lumped with other bananas and apples are with other apples. He could have, he had a mind for organization. He had a mind for finding shapes and colors and putting them in their place. So to you being sort of the CEO and founder of a giant media conglomerate that continues to dominate the world to oh, this day, why are you less impressive than, oh, visibly disturbed by me saying that. Oh, I mean, raising the it. spirits of a nation destroyed by the Great Depression mm. and even in that depression making so much money. Well, that's what you say he did, but all I see is him being bad at drawing and ignoring his true calling of being literally anything else. I mean, well, can it, you draw a mouse? How would you draw a go mouse? Go ahead, Greg, draw a mouse. I'm draw a mouse real okay. quick. Yeah. It's okay. not one big now, circle and two smaller circles. I will say Greg is having trouble because, Greg, let's be honest, your hands are, are paws. Yes. <laughs> That is a symptom. My hands are clenching They're up. Just pause. Now. It's a leftover side effect of the medication okay. I was on. I They're not pause. He drew a draw. bone. Yes, <laughs> it's an obvious he did bone. Draw bone. I guess and I'm now hungry. he's trying to now he's trying to grab it with his teeth. <laughs> I get. Okay. No, that's just on a piece of paper, uh-huh. sweetheart. Well, I guess that makes sense. Even if somebody is uh, unbelievable and you would think their talent could offend no one and everyone would be proud of it, every artist has to have a parent that's not really approving of that's their right. choice no. to push them I'll show you. Yeah, make them work a little harder. I mean, I remember three examples, Devin. Do I have three examples of artists like that? Of course. Michael Jackson. Of course. Tito Jackson. (laughs) Boom. And the Dalai Lama. Oh, of <laughs> not an artist, but someone who I'm sure yes. has his dad issues. Yeah, well, Joe, <laughs> Joe Jackson beat the shit out of the Dalai Lama <laughs> right. heard that. until he got his steps right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, you know, when I was, I remember my parents didn't approve when I, um, for a while I was uh, dating a fish with lipstick on. <laughs> Wow. That Walt really? was... A, yeah, he was... It was Dating a portion a fish of, with lipstick. Yeah, and at this point in my life, I did not know what forks were. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> he, and did Walt you, but was But you eventually there. figured out what... Eventually, I figured it out. I was making up names for them. Uh, which one is this? <laughs> yes, and which one is this? <laughs> um, is well, I called a fork a dinglehopper. <laughs> we still... I'm oh, no it's closer. becoming much clearer now. <laughs> Definitely locking in on it. Yeah, I had a yeah. crab as a friend. I see. Uh, yes, yes, okay. yes. And you lost your voice for a period of time? I did. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Wow. But my parents were obviously um, not approving of this me dating a fish or no. wanting to. But uh, So I understand where you're coming yes. from. Right. Well, of course, he got back at me. Uh, mm. I don't appear in any of his early films. No reflection of mothers at all. He, he really no. served it to me. Yeah, I there's. I mean, let's go through it. There's a lot of ones with tough depictions of moms with Bambi mom shot to death and I heard that loud and clear yeah I'd say so when now Pinocchio no mother no mom around just Geppetto carving a boy Snow White (laughs) no mother leaves a space for that evil queen to come into town yeah so you know who had a mother oh Pale Betty A big okay. fan, by the way. Oh, yes. you like the You're love? Ki- oh, now hang on. Gargoyle. So you, <laughs> gargoyle. It's, it's on in the mill we toil. Yes, big fan. Now wow. it's really good. Abner joining deep. in too. <laughs> Thank you. I love gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love gargoyle? Starting a song with gargoyle <laughs> is my the favorite. Opening lyric. 
<laughs> is sort of a spin on the word we know, gargoyle. Yeah, it's... But it's we're not starting there. It's right? almost a precursor. Uh-huh. Yeah. It would have made more sense to go gargoyle, gargoo, but that wouldn't have fit. That wouldn't have fit. I usually didn't gargoyle. like to spend more than a few hours on my movie. <laughs> but this must have really chapped Walt Hyde that you're over there loving Greg's work. You're watching all these sort of parallel films and enjoying those but not liking Walt's stuff. Right, look, when a little boy comes up to you and says, watch me dance, mommy, you can be entertained for a, a while. Okay. And then he go- grows into a man and you think, this boy's going nowhere. I'm not going to continue to support something that I fundamentally believe is wrong. Mm-hmm. I show up to his premiere and I see I've been written out, shot mm. in the head, all kinds of awful ways. Do you know what? Do you know what it's like? I was thinking about this the other day. It's difficult to be mentioned incorrectly. Maybe, Abner, you feel that way, misrepresented. But it's even worse to be omitted. It Mm, really hurts. Do you ever listen to um, like a podcast, like a date, like a Why Won't You Date Me? Yeah, all the like time. A dating Shout podcast. out, Nicole Byer. Sure. Shout Byer. out, big fan. And someone you know is on that podcast, someone mm-hmm. you've dated, mm. and they're listing their dating history, and they don't mention wow. you. <laughs> you heard it here first. One of Dolores Disney's exes was on Why Won't You Date Me? Scroll the catalog, <laughs> and did not it out, mention narrow her. it down. Multiple <laughs> times, I'll say. No kidding. And it hurts to be left out. Wow. What's the You pod- don't enjoy that? I would be like, <laughs> I'd be yes. thrilled. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'd be I- glad to not be mentioned on Why Won't You Date I Me? I mean, it's the same with Walt. I didn't make any mark so i didn't make the film mothers in general i have seen you walking around uh, the different parks the disney park (laughs) sort of uh put uh inserting yourself into uh storylines of rides i don't know how you get out of um a ride there (laughs) (laughs) any ride any ride ride there and get into the foliage Mm -hmm. and kind of create your own storyline i like to stand on big thunder mountain Mm -hmm. i straddle the goat holding the stick of dynamite in his mouth yes i think i've seen you there oh i'm so glad yes what'd you think it's a good addition was interesting just because it felt like there's so little time for you to kind of get a storyline out so as we're whizzing (laughs) past you (laughs) as we're whizzing past you i hear you go uh i'm a single female from goat farmer and this is Goes trying to kill himself, and yes. I, you know, and I don't know. <laughs> well, you, it's not enough time. It sounds like you heard all of it. I did, but it, it's and it's. I guess well, you really packed it in. Yes. Yeah. A lot of the photos on that ride come back with the, about twelve really puzzled looks. People look <laughs> confused, but they they've grown to love it. And you know, it took time to develop. At first, I had a whole intro monologue. Um, Hello, beautiful day, nice weather we're having. And they're gone. People are gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have to really edit and edit and edit until you you pack it in. And I think I built a gorgeous storyline for a mother of goat. Holding now, when you screamed, I'm a single mother and I'm running out of oxygen in um, uh, Space. Space Mountain. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that, that was kind of fun. That but I, it seemed you were uh, precariously hanging up in that uh, uh, big room. Yeah. Yes. And now, not very well lit. Have you ever uh, been in there with the lights on? Yes. Well, there's a viral video featuring you of someone stuck on that mountain, and with all the lights are turned on, you can kind of see all the scaffolding, and then you can kind of see an older woman hanging from a harness. (laughs) Yes. Swinging up there. It's tight in that room. Uh Uh, Ergonomics. Those Imagineers really figured it out. Uh. Now that that's a. That's a crew of people with a skill. Yes. And now, and I don't want to maybe bring up a sensitive subject, but I, I believe you were also at one point a kind of a, a problematic representation of one of the natives on the riverbank <laughs> and Jungle Cruise. What Is was, that correct? 
is that correct? You can or should say we no. <laughs> say no. We could dodge this entirely. I Forget I said it. Bearing my breasts. Okay. Okay. And I had painted myself red. Oh, no. uh, brutal. Okay, so brutal it is true. It it's is very true. true. Yeah. Well, just That's... the breast thing could have filled the problematically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. I'm not sure I wow. can follow. No, don't worry about it. You're from a different time. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, that's amazing that you were able to kind of insert yourself into your son's work. Is there anything that he did that you are proud of? Anything yeah, great question. Yes, absolutely. When he was two years old, oh. he wiped his butt to completion. I used to ask him to show me. <laughs> to never, orgasm? Never heard <laughs> To orgasm. Right. No, what do you mean? Sorry. What do you mean? There's to no way. A two-year-old child. There's I, no way. If you wipe that butt hard enough, it'll get you going. Well, there's That's a lot right. of nerve endings. There's a prostate. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I asked little Walt to show me his work when he was done. It's you know we were in between wars and I needed I needed to see I needed to see that he wasn't wasting toilet paper yeah. so I wanted to in see that he was using wars, it properly. Yeah. Wipe and fold. Wipe and fold. Uh, without me having to step in. And when he was only two years old, the first time he wow. wiped himself. Pretty young. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, whenever people offer up, oh, his new premiere, his new movie, I say, that's fine. Mm. But you should know that when Walt was two years old, his little <laughs> legs were dangling off the end of that toilet. Yes. The sweet, sweet boy. This uh, explains yes, why I remember seeing in the paper when Mary Poppins came out, it was such a big hit, and you were at the premiere, and a journalist spoke to you, and your quote was, I don't know about that piece of dog shit, but I know <laughs> Walt, I'll tell you what Walt does know how to do, wipe his own ass. Yes. Oh, thank you for reading. <laughs> I guess that does explain. <laughs> That. Yes, <laughs> and he's been wiping his own ass for a very long time, and for that, I'm very proud. Wow, that is quite an accomplishment. You know what's funny? I bet you were the first person to ever wipe Walt's ass, and I bet Devin was the last. Mm-hmm. Do you embalm the ass? <laughs> I do embalm the ass, yeah. of course, <laughs> just I mean, in case they want to be um, buried uh, in a new popular face, face down face ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way. That's, I, way I, that's the way I rest in peace. Into, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I see. Wow. Yes. Well, uh, should we take a short break? Let's take. A We're going to take a, a little break, and then we'll be right back with Abner Fiber and Dolores Disney. Wow. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the episode. If you liked what you heard, please consider following us on social media at First Hand Pod. Thank you. Welcome back to First Hand. We're, we're here with Abner Fiber, Dolores Disney. Hello. And now, just as a, as a capper, as an end to our look at Walt Disney and mm-hmm. his life, we're just going to kind of go around and share what we think our favorite contributions of Walt Disney's were, what the greatest thing he brought into this world. Greg, what do you think? Song of the South. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Okay. I'll oh, tell you why. Brutal start. A horrible <laughs> hole to dig out of. No, but here's why. It's the only time that he that we weren't making essentially the same movie at the same time. Because you you did not make did a not problematically make a racist song. cartoon. No, I didn't. And he and so that was like, you know as problematic as it was, I was like, finally he's doing his own thing. He's not ripping me off. Yeah. It's not like Alice in Wonderland, you know, which of course was not nearly as good as Alice in Newfoundland. No. Which is my- <laughs> Alice in Newfoundland. I, I, Greg, I'm going to tell you. Boring. It's just a girl in Canada. You know, it's it was the Roma of its time. It was a slow burn. Why? Because it ended with a stillbirth? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. It, it started and ended with a stillbirth. This is brutal. Uh, and the turning point in the middle of Act Two was a stillbirth. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, Greg. Song of the South. And, and then you bring up stillbirth out of nowhere. <laughs> Did I bring it up? Yeah, you, you said it, I think. Anyway, God. So, yeah. What's what, my, what was your favorite? Well, I think if I had to say my favorite contribution of Walt Disney's, it would definitely be um, the uh, the teenage slavery program, the Mickey Mouse Club. Uh, I just think the way that Is that he, how you view that? That's how I view it. The way that he um, created a television program that would trap uh, the hottest teens and <laughs> tweens into a life of eternal servitude for him mm-hmm. and c- creating joy for the American people, I think is just really inspiring, you know? There would have been no Britney Spears and no Britney Spears mental breakdown without the Mickey Mouse Club. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so many of those people have let have entertained us so much on screen and also just in their lives crumbling. Yes. He yes. created he built entertainment machines by ruining them as children. That's right. And just letting us enjoy it forever. And I'm waiting for Gosling to fall apart. You yeah. know what I mean? It's only a matter of time. And you're also putting that up on the West End, right? Waiting for Gosling? <laughs> Waiting for Gosling. And you and it's I are just, switching roles every you night? You and I are switching roles every night where we play two casting directors waiting for Ryan Gosling to show up yeah. for an audition only to find out he is off her own. He's off her own? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, didn't want, we don't want to spoil it. Sorry, we kind of spoiled look at, our Look out for it, West End. But, uh, Abner Fiber. when you look back on Walt Disney's work, what sticks out to you? I mean, really just those parks. Make, mm-hmm. I mean, making those parks, giving every parent a thing that they have to, that do, have to do with the kid. An expensive. An expensive five to ten hour drive. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Um, Minimum. A full day of your kid on your shoulders. Uh-huh. It's crazy that Disneyland isn't within five hours of anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> even if you live close, it takes <laughs> yeah, five, five hours. Yeah, even if you're in Anaheim, yeah. to it's going to take you five hours. I have an apartment inside of Cinderella's Castle. It still takes me five hours to get there. <laughs> <Wow>. Yes, <laughs> really. Yeah. Yeah. From wow. the center of the park, it takes five hours. Crazy. Wow. Madness. Yeah, I mean, like that's a beautiful thing. What and I and I guess I I guess also the fact that um my penis's nickname will live forever. <laughs> What's your um, penis's nickname? Tinkerbell. <laughs> um yeah, yes. I mean I I think it's it, it's my penis is very small and gold dust shakes off of it sometimes. <laughs> well gold bond. Well, uh, <laughs> And and uh, and you were telling us during the break that in order mm-hmm. to get an erection, you have to have people say, "I do believe in erections." Yes, and clap their hands together. Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. Wow, interesting. Um, How's so, that in your sex life? Well, I mean, it requires uh, a rehearsal because <laughs> if people get off, if they if they don't say it simultaneously, uh-huh. um, so it requires a little bit of a, a rehearsal. Fun. I like it. I like it when an audience, uh, w- when you're seeing a live show and the host comes and says, on the left, clap. Now louder on yes. the right, clap. Yes, uh, that's that puts fun. me in a mood. That's fun. Yeah. Yes, Good yes. audience warm up stuff, but connected to your sex life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because I wondered about your dating life, Adner. Yeah. Because during the break, and I hope I'm not telling tales out of you school. You told us here. a lot of stuff during the break. Yeah. During the yeah. break, you had a pretty sexually charged bowl of spaghetti with a stray dog. <laughs> 
You were yeah, very it, jealous. I didn't, first of all, I didn't even know where you got the spaghetti. Yeah. Suddenly you have. Suddenly I look over. You have a piping hot bowl of spaghetti in your hands. <laughs> I go, okay. I don't know where that yeah, came from. I that came out of nowhere. But mm-hmm. I will say I can fall for anyone. Mm-hmm. I can fall for anyone. And no, Greg, you tell- were you were so jealous of that dog. Yeah, yes. and I, I don't blame you because I could tell that dog was special just by sniffing her asshole. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Now, Greg, that is a classic dog trait. You can't see this? I think it's just the way that dogs evaluate each other. They're trying to teach us how to evaluate them. I'm sorry. Is this supposed to be a person? See? Thank you. And thank you very much for saying that. This dog supposed to be a person at any time or point? Because wouldn't you say say woof? That's rough. (laughs) Did you say woof? Woof. That is rough to hear. Okay. Now, now, Dolores, what's your favorite contribution of your sons to this world? I know you didn't care for him much. That's right. You, I, it's it's tough, but um, I will say I did appreciate uh, Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Those singing, dancing kitchen objects really resonated with me. I, you know, I'm a housewife. Was a housewife for mm-hmm. thirty years. Uh, mm-hmm. And after a while, you start staring at your uh, apartment long <laughs> enough, and things start talking to you. Okay. Mm. Uh, you chew enough gum laced with speed, oh. and you really think the sugar bowl is uh, trying to pinch the butt of the salt and pepper shakers. Let me tell you I that. see. Wow. So some of the Beauty and the Beast sequences were based on your own depressed, lonely, psychotic hallucinations. Precisely. I wanted more of that. Less uh-huh. less of the A story. More uh, dancing cakes and spoons <laughs> and forks doing swan dives off of a seven layer cake. Well, then you would love the movie I made the same year. <laughs> oh, God. Really? Which is Ugh. called He's... The Silverware That Terrorized a Family. <laughs> see? And killed them in the process. Now, see, the, now, the what, process. what kind of in subtitle is that, Greg? Your marketing department for your studio is not earning its keep. I Hey, I know, buddy. It's not on me, it's on marketing. Ugh, wow. So they die early in the film, it They're sounds pretty like. pretty early, huh? Mm-hmm. And then the rest, <laughs> funeral, wake, stillbirth. Wow. <laughs> Roll no. credits. So you've got a bit of a formula. I'd like to yeah. hear about well, it. Yeah. It didn't well, work for him. You know how Dan Harmon has the story circle? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, of course. I have the stillbirth circle. Uh, <laughs> uh, Every movie ends with a stillbirth? Yeah. Yeah, and there's usually a guy who's like, uh, and they're like, I'm sorry, your baby's dead. And there's a guy who's like, man, still born. And then you go, Jesus Christ. Wow. wow. Listen, it, you say it so didn't work, but I say gargoo, gargoyle. Gargoo, gargoyle. gargoyle. It's in the mill we, we toil. toil. Yeah. Well, oh, you owe me a dollar. What? <laughs> What a wonderful conversation it's been with the two of you. So exciting to have you Thank here. you for having us. Now, Thank you. Uh, is there are there is there anything you guys would like to mention any anything you'd like to plug for our listening audience to draw mm. their attention to? Abner. Yeah, I guess um I guess uh very wistful y- looking Abner's <laughs> eye. <laughs> guess you could listen to this the teachers lounge. I almost said the Stitcher's Lounge. Oh, the Stitcher's Lounge. Is that on Teacher Premium? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think uh, watch uh, Bless the Heart Sunday Nights on Fox. Oh, wow. I think that's uh, airing right yeah. now. Is any of that based on your life? Yes. <laughs> um, yes, it is. Uh, honestly, it's uh, it's a, it's an animated show uh, uh, set in the South. Oh. I lived in the South for a while. There you go. Um, you lived in the South, and I understand you sang a song there. A song of I the did. South. Yeah, I yeah. did. I did. Um, yeah. Um, bring it up again. Great flick. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, yeah. they'll check that out. Yeah, check those out. Dolores? 
I'm I'm good. Dolores is good. She doesn't want to plug anything by her children or or herself. I I mean I'm ashamed. Uh, you know what? Look up Roy Disney. Uh, a Google, photo. Google Roy Disney bikini pics. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Maybe open an incognito tab. Yeah. And so, search that. Dolores, are you sure there's no project you're involved with that you want to mention within 90 seconds of my stillborn joke? <laughs> 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 Pretty I good plug like, spot. I would Pretty like to think about the, th- the stillborn a little bit more. I'd love to just say the word five or six more times yeah, before we yeah. get out of here. You know, it's fun. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, well, this has been another episode. I actually of have first... a quick plug. Oh, God. There's something I want everyone to see. I'm very proud of it. It's a little bird that I killed, and I left it on the doorstep. <laughs> Oh, yes, yeah. if uh, sorry, Abner and Dolores, if yes. if you could just kind of praise Greg for killing this little animal. Oh, congratulations! Ooh, yeah. Congratulations, Greg. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Greg. And now, uh, Greg, you guys could confirm because this was a Disney property. You look like the Shaggy Dog. That's right. That's it. You do. You, do. you finally placed it. You <laughs> look like if Tim Allen was a dog. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. thank God! I could not have left wondering. No, <laughs> I think yeah. that is a compliment. Plus, you keep saying. <laughs> Our roof. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there it is. Well, thanks so much for having us. Yeah. This has yeah. been great. This has fun. been great. I do have to go meet up with my friend after this. Um, he's a duck who's a sailor doesn't have any pants on. <laughs> um, he's always losing. Pretty his pants. direct. <laughs> Pretty direct. It wasn't inspired by. No, that just is. a direct yeah. lift. I <laughs> that one was that one was direct. direct. Great. How's his speech? Uh, he's always got something in his throat. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting character trait. Well, uh, for another episode of First Hand, I'm Devin Field. I'm Greg (laughs) Goop. Goodbye.